I'm having problems. What? Um, Hi, Chloe. Yeah, it's better. It's better. I can hear you loud. You're doing the intro, right, Margo? Are we live? Yeah. Okay. Hey, everyone. This is Margo with a bundle of hers, and I'm in the studio with everyone, Lean, Harjeet, and Bushra. Um, So today's a special episode. Each of us is going to talk to one of our mentors. It's a campaign that started back in 2002 to encourage people to mentor youth. Mm-hmm. And part of that platform is to thank your mentor like face to face during this month, um, the month of January. So we're we're not youth, but each of us recognizes the influence that our mentors have had in our lives. And so today we each wanted to reach out and thank those mentors. And um, there may be some tears and emotions. You never think of that. You never think of like, oh, hey, let me go tell someone thank you. That's something I often have never heard someone tell me. Yeah, I think that's a really good point, Harjeet, is like in life, we tend to speak a lot about the negative things that we don't like. We're very verbal about that. Yeah. But we rarely take time to verbalize positive things that we feel or see in other people. So I think it's really special to reach out and thank someone. Actually, I think it's kind of um, interesting because when you're younger, you know, you kind of, I guess life kind of sets up a mentor for you in a sense, you know, but in med school, I think it's a big topic. They're always saying, you know, we're going to help you find a mentor. You're going to find a mentor. You need to go find a mentor. And it's kind of one of those another layers of stress you got to add on top. Mm -hmm. I think that's a very interesting kind of perspective going from youth to actually setting up your career and setting up your career in medicine, especially it's a huge topic. So for those of you who don't know, and for those of you who are, you know, going into your perspective fields and are not sure what a mentor is. It doesn't have to be in uh, a formal relationship. It could totally be informal. Um, and from my experience, a mentor is just someone who you kind of look up to for guidance and counseling and, and advice. Um, for example, my mentor, like we met, I met her when I was working at the hospital and she was one of the doctors there. And she, I knew I was interested in medicine and she was someone that I looked up to a great deal. And so that's how we kind of forged that relationship. And from then on, she's been kind of helping me. So I'm actually going to call my mentor right now. Her name is Dr. Tamiko Long and she's a pediatric anesthesiologist. Hello. Hello. Tommy, say hello to everybody. Hello, and thank you for inviting me to chat with you this morning. I understand that the topic is supposed to be mentorship. This is all kind of a ruse because it is um, mentorship month, and part of it is calling your mentor and thanking them. Oh. (laughs) And making sure they feel appreciated. I hope you're excited and on the edge of your seat. I'm embarrassed because I've been fooled. And if anybody I don't could consider see. myself to be a mentor. I just consider myself to be available to you and wanting the best outcome for your efforts and your um, commitments to what you want to do professionally and, and personally and academically. So, and that's that exactly what so just, a mentor does. Let me just tell you, let me tell everybody a little bit of background and tell me you probably don't even know this either. So, so okay. I started working at Primary Children's in like May, April, May ish of 2014. And I started out as a peds tech and a huck, right? And so I wasn't really working with anesthesia at all. I remember the first time I saw you and I was pretty brand, brand new. And mm-hmm. as soon as I saw you, and it was like maybe a couple of months after I started working there. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, who is that woman? <laughs> <laughs> I was, it was 
an intense feeling for me because I saw someone that looked like me working as an anesthesiologist who loves their job, who like is, I was just completely in awe of you. And I was also a little bit scared. Of you <laughs> I have I, the biggest smile on my face right now, but I'm just <laughs> listening to every word. <laughs> I, I, it's true. And I just wanted like a reason to talk to you, but I like, I, you know, within my own self, just like, you know, be quiet. You're new here. Uh, nobody wants to hear what you have to say. So leave very, her alone. Don't, yeah, yeah, exactly. And so I go in there and you're like, you were like so amazing. You were so helpful. You taught me a lot too. Really? And, yeah. And then it got to a point where like I knew what you were going to do before you even asked for something or whatever it was. I was I, I wanted to be like one step ahead. And then the other thing that I loved about you is how assertive you are. You're very clear. You're very concise. And I grew to appreciate that because I found myself, I find myself being a little bit wishy-washy, a little bit kind of in the background. And those personality traits of yours are things that I want to take away um, in the future. When I think about the kind of doctor I want to be, you're probably, you're it, basically. <laughs> you're humbling me and you are... Um giving me, I think, way too much credit. I don't know how to say you're welcome, but you're welcome. I want to say for people who are putting themselves on the line and committing themselves to something who just need some direction about how not to waste time mm. and how to keep their confidence and how to organize so that they can continue to grow is something that any of us who have done it and any of us who either have realized or have perceived success should help someone do, should instruct, should lead, should suggest, should stand up for those who are willing to put themselves on the line to do the same thing. I, I don't think of it as something that's a gift. I think of it as something that's an obligation for those of us who have who have done that. It's rare, though, to be able to kind of manifest a relationship like this. I feel like I can go to you for anything. So a, a mentor can be any person who's willing to share another way that you can use to still achieve the same result. That's what a mentor should be for you. So I don't think I'm rare. I think there are people who have good intentions and want the best outcome for people, but they're removed from that period of their lives that they were struggling for the same or they're busy and they're distracted yeah. with other things. Well, Tommy, on that note, I just want to thank you again. And I'm sorry I tricked you. <laughs> you did trick me. That was a big trick. Thank you so and much. And I want to say openly that it's been a pleasure knowing you. It makes me proud. It makes me excited. It, it makes me so humble and so emotional to see that there are people like you who understand why the world and why communities and why societies need people like you working for them, working for the good of more than just yourself and more than just Aww. your own goals and your own success. And so I want to thank you and your friends and your classmates and anyone who um, has committed themselves to do this because it's not easy. It will be harder probably in the near future than it ever has been in the history of, of our country or in medicine. But keep at it. Mm -hmm. Don't get discouraged. Mm -hmm. Find your mentors, find your confidence, and don't try to be like everyone else. You don't have to succeed the same way, but you can succeed or exceed for everything you're trying to do. But don't be discouraged if you don't feel like you're getting it the same way that others get it.
Thank you, Tommy. I really loved the interaction you had with Dr. Long. And she is, she's so wise in terms of what a mentor should be and who you should look for in a mentor. I mean, it's true. As, as medical students, we have mentors from all, you know, from, from all walks of life. That yeah. sounds interesting. But you know what I mean, right? Mm-hmm. You, have, you have mentors from all backgrounds. And every little bit of the way that you walked to get to med school, they were there at one point. You know, they helped you keep moving on that path. Mm-hmm. And look at us now. You know, now we're in med school and we're looking for more mentors. And yeah. I really loved how she said that. It's a very insightful way of thinking about who to look for when you need someone to just support your goals, yeah. you know? And I thought that was just absolutely valuable and amazing that she said she that. definitely like brings me back down to earth when I get way too in my head. She brings me back down. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because sometimes we don't have that insight. Our reactions yeah. are almost sometimes like extreme. And then she's just like, True. okay, so this is how we're going to deal with it. And it's very calming mm-hmm. because when I walk away from a conversation, I feel like I, I learned more and then I am more focused too. Yeah. I think another thing that we can touch on is finding a balance between um, bringing up a family and school and our careers. And I think mentors can help a lot with that um, process. So um, I brought Dr. Eibel here to the studio under the impression that you you would be talking about mentors um, in surgery. But what I wanted to tell you, Dr. Eibel, is that today I wanted to honor and recognize you as a mentor. (laughs) Yeah. So um, before I met you last year at the Women's in Surgery Dinner, I didn't believe I could be a surgeon. And like, I'll admit I had biases about the personalities that go with surgery. And that wasn't me. I didn't identify with that. But after shadowing you in an all-female OR, like my whole world changed. Like my perception changed and it kind of kind of just like opened a door for me. And so when you taught me to scrub in, I really felt like a part of your team and I felt like capable of being a surgeon. And so you opened that door for me. <laughs> Thank you. And I'm like teary listening to this. And um Since then, I've seen how you teach your residents with an appropriate mix of encouragement and respect, not like the hierarchical like chiding that you usually see in the OR on TV or that like I had thought come came with the OR and I wanted nothing to do with. Um, And you've also given me so many research opportunities to help me explore surgery and continue like challenging me and thinking about this whole opportunity that I didn't know was open to me. What resonates with me the most, though, is that not only are you an amazing surgeon, but you're also an amazing mother and partner. And your ability to balance your work and life really inspired me to not have to sacrifice family to be a surgeon. So thank you so much for opening a door that I never knew was there. And thank you for believing in me and continuing to like teach me and open doors for me. Um, I know you became a surgeon through even though many people in your life and your journey told you that women can't do surgery, but you're still an amazing surgeon. And instead of holding like a bitter grudge, you are inviting other women to explore this field that you excel in. And so I, I can't thank you enough, but I wanted you to know you've made a huge difference in my life. So thank you. <laughs> thank you so much. You're welcome. That's so cool. No, thank you. Um, I'm a little teary because it's like it's very cool to be um, 40 years old and wrinkly and listen to you and think about um, when I was in medical school and I really wanted to be a surgeon. And the message that I kept hearing was no, no, no. And I remember, you know, kind of doing orthopedic rotations and I thought it was so neat. 
And then people kind of would look at me and say, well, how are you going to reduce the fracture? Like, what's wrong with you? Like, you know, I'm a petite person. And um, I did my cardiothoracic rotation. I was talking to the attending and, well, hey, I think I really want to be a surgeon. Well, that's great. Well, how do you balance like your wife and your family? And he'd be like, well, I, I think his answer to me was, well, my wife and my family know where I am. They know <laughs> I'm at the hospital. And I remember walking out of that interview and just feeling so sad because I did not want to have that lifestyle. Right. Um, but I really passionately wanted to be a surgeon. And so um, I was so convinced that, like, this was not a door that would ever be open for me just because I was a happily married person. And, um, you know, I I went to some advisors and was told, hey, why don't you go into pediatric medicine? I did a whole year of that, and I was really unhappy. I just I felt like it wasn't me. Um, I missed all the procedural things and going to different people for advice, even within pediatrics. Uh, I was told, well, why would you want to make such a stupid choice? You're going to get divorced. You'll never have kids. Your husband will leave you. And it was actually, ironically, uh, a cardiothoracic surgeon at <laughs> Duke, um, a fellow by the name Jim Jaggers. Uh, I sat down with him and he kind of said, well, you're you're an odd person. <laughs> um wanting to, to switch from pediatrics into surgery. But if you care this deeply about it, um, you, can, you can do it. You should do it. And a series of male surgeons actually kind of subsequently at the University of Wisconsin and then um, further on in my fellowship and, and you know, my training and practice kind of gave me the hand up and said, well, yeah, you can do it. We do it. Like here are our families. You know, here are all the awesome things that we do. It's it's kind of cool to, um, um, you know, be on the other side of it today. I remember just there's something about, I think, like disciplines in life. When you find your passion, mm -hmm. um, you really want it. And hearing no, no, no can be so devastating. No, you don't fit the mold. You don't fit the model. And it's a big leap of faith sometimes to not listen to those voices and right. to go for something that you really want. And I think the cool surprise, or at least the cool surprise, like in, in my experience was that none of the things that I really thought would be challenges were challenges. All of the things about me that were a little bit different <laughs> uh, in medical school in North Carolina in the 1990s um, were sort of non-issues. Um, you know, it, I was able to, to complete a residency and, you know, I feel like I did a good job. Um <laughs> get some good fellowships, write some papers, do all the things that I was supposed to do, um, and, you know, be an okay surgeon. Um, a great and, surgeon. <laughs> and still, you know, my I'm married to the same guy. Uh, I married uh, almost 20 years ago now um, with two kids who are not yet juvenile delinquents. And, <laughs> you know, we, we pay the electrical bill and I feed them. And, um it's okay. I think what I would encourage people to do is like, if you find something in life that you really want to do, um, you know, if there are a lot of people telling you no, who have no experience and looking back on things, the people that were telling me no, 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 like they had no idea what I wanted to be. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, either they weren't parents themselves or they weren't surgeons themselves. Um, if there's no mold or no one that looks like you to, to kind of create yourself in their image, you know, just find the thing that you want to do or the person you want to be and create yourself in that image. And, you know, you'll find your, your people.
thing. But yeah, it's 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 pretty cool to be on the flip side of that, so. Yeah. It's been very inspiring. So thank you so much. Oh. <laughs> Thanks very much. Um I'm I'm super honored. Can we hug on the podcast? Yes. <laughs> I practiced before and it was like falling even more. <laughs> So I feel really fortunate to see that interaction, Margo, with you and your mentor, Dr. Eibel. I think that one thing that really resonated with me that Dr. Eibel said is that she was getting advice from people that were not in the position that she saw herself being in. And I think that's such a valuable advice and that I just picked up in this very moment. Um, so I, I'm pretty sure she's given you countless um, skills that are both apparent and not apparent. Um, and I just, I'm really happy that I see that because I feel like I see you doing that as well. That means a lot to me. And, and I really do value my relationship with Dr. Eibel, even in like the subtle nuances that I've learned from her. And I think that all of us probably have that relationship with our mentors and the subtle like um, tips that they give yeah. us and the more like overt things that they teach us. Um, Lean, I know that your mentor is from high, when you were in high school, is that correct? Yeah. So my mentor was actually my high school biology teacher. Um, I went to a high school that was, it incorporated a lot of college classes. So it was actually on campus at Southern Utah University. And I, for me, growing up as a Palestinian American in Southern Utah was kind of isolating. And so I grew to very, like, I became very uncomfortable with even saying the word Palestine. Like I was terrified of saying it. And I think the first time I actually became very comfortable with you know, talking about who I am as a person and what I aspire to be was in my biology class with Mr. Kaufman. He would let me just talk about the Middle East, what was on my mind. It was, it was almost therapeutic, right? With all the crap that's going on and I couldn't talk to anybody about it. He let me talk about it. After that, I went back and I started working there at Success. And, you know, after I graduated from college and he helped me kind of, you know, he helped me navigate the college, you know, the college environment as a high schooler. And then he helped me navigate the teaching world. And, and so, yeah, I want to say he was very much the person who allowed me to realize that it's okay to be who you are. And it's, you know, you shouldn't, you shouldn't really care what other people think when it comes to who you are and your experiences, because they're, they're valid to you. So we're going to call him right now and hopefully he picks up. Oh, what am I going to say? Hello? Hello? Hi, Mr. Kaufman. Oh, man. Okay, so um, I'm part of a podcast called The Bundle of Hers. I think I might have told you about this before. And today we're doing a podcast about um, who our mentor is, and we want to thank our mentors. So I wanted to call you, and I wanted to thank you for dealing with my awkwardness all throughout high school and throughout college and even through my work experience with you guys before I came to med school. And you have always been such a great support for me. I mean... I had really, I had bouts of my life where I did not know where I was going to, you know, I always wanted to be a doctor and I'm sure you knew that, but I didn't know exactly who I was or how I was going to go about it. And, um, you really helped me with that. I think I cannot think of any other person who actually came up to me and said, you know, lean, don't you ever change, stay the way you are, whether that's, you know, your awkwardness or your goofiness or whatever, but do not change. And I absolutely love that you said that because I was always trying to change myself so that I could be, you know, the image of a doctor, or the image of a college student. Um, and so your support meant tremendous amount to me. Um, even when other teachers told me, you know, that, oh, maybe you should think of a different career. You know, you told me, no, nah, just keep going with it. It's what you want to do. Be the crazy, be the crazy doctor, right? <laughs> Well, thank you, Lean. You're amazing. I'm so proud of you and everything you've done and 
the person you've become. Oh, thanks, Mr. Kaufman. Oh, I need to slow down. She told me I need to slow down. See, I told you I'm awkward. <laughs> oh, man. You're just you. It's not awkward. It's just who you are. Oh, man. <laughs> I think I love hearing that now, especially in med school when I feel like, oh, I have to try to change myself to be like every other med student, right? So I always have your voice in the back of my head. It's like, no, Mr. Kaufman wants me to be awkward and be who I am. So that's okay. <laughs> so I wanted to thank you so much for um, being there for me. And you're also there for our family and you're there for my brothers as well. And and I always talk to them about you. And I always say, you know, if they have anything they need to go to, Mr. Kaufman is the person to go to. And you were you really are a tremendous support for me and as well as my brothers for, you know, taking our educational path or taking just our life path, right? I mean, I remember one time in OCHEM, um, I came crying to you because I was like, oh my gosh, the professor yelled at me, like, what kind of professor does that? And you're like, Lean, that's the way college is, but that's fine. Who cares? You know, and you got to build character and you can get through it. And you really helped me through my social awkwardness with, with, uh, with the nerdy professors I had. <laughs> so thank you so much, Mr. Kaufman. You're welcome. Like I said, Lean, I'm so proud of you and everything you've done. And I'm excited because I know the type of doctor you're going to be. And that's what's exciting to me. I hope I'll be a good one, right? A, a crazy. You will be. One. That's what I meant. A good right? one. When I said excited about the type you'll be. <laughs> Not that you'll be a crazy one, but a very good one. <laughs> Maybe we can get our singing into there, right? We'll see. Yes. Right. We have to incorporate singing doctor somehow. <laughs> Somewhere. Yes. Yeah. Thank you so much, Mr. Kaufman. And I hope to see you next time I'm down in Cedar. If you have any anatomy yes, labs you want me to teach or if you want me to bring any cow parts from the U, just let me know. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> yes. Anything you need, just let me know. Okay. Thank you, Lean. Okay. Thank you so much, Mr. Kaufman. Have a good day. You too. Lean, that was so special to hear. I think it's so great that he encourages you to be your authentic self and he validates who you are. Um, I think mentors often teach us new things and challenge us. And that's an like, integral part of mentorship. But the mentors that can like foster self-confidence and um, volition are so invaluable. And I'm glad that I got to hear that experience. Oh, gracias. I think the one thing that we usually seek in our mentors is we find them either professionally or educationally. And I think for me, that wasn't the case. I think... There are a lot of people in your life that influence you day to day. And um, for me, that's actually my sister, Manpreet. I call her Monu. So Monu's in the studio today. And I wanted to um, have you in the studio because I actually want to thank you for being my mentor. We've grown up together and I feel like you've mentored me throughout my life. And I've gotten a lot of I've learned a lot of important skills from you as both being my older sister and also um, a doctor. So you being an internal medicine um, doctor has really helped me see that, oh, I can do this being a Punjabi woman, which I think we haven't seen uh, a lot. Monu is actually the first person in our family and also our extended families to ever become a doctor. I think that's something that I never saw before. So Monu, I want to thank you for being my mentor. Thank you for calling me your mentor. I didn't really view myself as your mentor. I think that for me growing up, mentors were very important. And finding the right representation is sometimes a challenge. You mentioned when yeah. we were growing up, I didn't have any family members or there wasn't very many Punjabi or Sikhs in the community that were in higher education or yeah. were doctors and I used to have a dream of wanting to become a doctorate for as long as I could remember, but 
I really never saw any doctors that looked like me or were me. Conceptually, I knew they existed, but Mm -hmm. physically, I didn't know anyone that had. And kind of in my journey in becoming a doctor, my, my mentors or people that I've considered my mentors have played an important role in, you know, becoming what I am today. And whether it was, you know, high school or undergrad or doing my master's or medical school residency, I've sought out to look for women um, that I felt like I could take as role models and kind of work towards becoming like them. Mm -hmm. It's a lot of these women physicians that, you know, stick with me even today, even in how I practice or how assertive I should be or how, you know, subtle should I be or what kind of things I should do in my life if I want to have different things. I've asked a lot of my women mentors questions like if I want to have a family, how is that possible or Mm -hmm. what kind of things I need to do. It's just sometimes knowing that there's someone that's like you out there and finding them and picking them as your mentors helps kind of anchor us and not feel as lost. Yeah. Um, So I'm very grateful that, you know, you think of me as a mentor because, you know, I want to do what my mentors have done for me, for, you know, anyone that I can do that for. Yeah. And I think like the biggest lesson I learned from you, Monu, is that dreaming and then also making sure I get what I want. Um, that asking for what I want, asking for what I need, like making sure my dreams are possible, that I really admire your quality of, I wouldn't say demanding, but like navigating in a way that you get in the end what you deserve. I think a lot of us have a difficulty, like I have a really hard time in getting what I deserve. I remember a countless time you tell me, Herji, yeah, you're like, Herji, you need to make sure you ask for this because you're putting the work into it. And I think that's the biggest lesson I've learned from you. So thank you very much. You know, everyone should seek out mentors that can kind of help them move forward and show not just what you um, are and kind of enhance that more, but kind of what you want to see yourself becoming. Yeah. Thank you. I love you. Love you too. So that was really beautiful to kind of witness. Um, One thing that kind of made my ears perk up, Monu, that you said was finding representation within your mentors. Um, And that could be something that is very difficult. But the fact that you said you have to seek out your mentors, I think is key. Because I think for a lot of us in medicine, particularly women and, and people of color in medicine, we don't necessarily see um, representation within the field. Um, so that made my, you know, my little spidey senses just go off the wall. Um, Harji, I know that you always talk about how your sisters are very important in your life and how they broke a lot of barriers for you growing up, especially in regards to education and making sure that everybody got a higher education. That was like one of the most important things that they did for you. And the fact that your sister is now your mentor, that's really that's really meaningful. And I'm sure she um, appreciates that, too. But I think the, the relationship that you guys have is actually very strong and very important because, you know, as we go through our careers, we're always looking for someone to kind of guide us and figure out all the things, all the million things that we need to figure out 
uh, but the thing that we need is people that who that have been there before to give us that advice. And um, I'm happy that your sister can be that for you. And I think that's kind of like also so important to me, too, as we already express the representation and like seeing people like us. Mm. So that means a lot to me, too. Um, and what else should I say? Thank you to all of our mentors who managed to carve out some time in their busy schedules to either come in or call in. We really appreciate you. Thanks for listening to this episode. We are a bundle of hers. Um, hook us, <laughs> hook us up with whatever. <laughs> hook us up. <laughs> hook us up. <laughs> sorry, sorry, guys. <clears throat> Thank you guys for listening to this episode. We are the bundle of hers. Link up with us on Instagram and make sure you guys leave a review on iTunes for us. And until next time, bye bye.